All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Windshield Time at Mountain Land Supply. I'm Joey. I'm here with Brandon. We also have Spencer Shorts, our producer slash know everything guy. You won't hear from him, though, and that's by design. You don't want to hear from Shorts. I want to hear from Shorts. Probably don't want to look at him either, which is that's fine. Fair. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about um, EOS. Now, a lot of you who uh, have worked here for at least a few months should have already heard about EOS in some way, shape, or form, either a level 10 meeting or um, a measurable scorecard, something like that. You should have heard something about EOS. But EOS is based on this book called Traction by Gino Wickman. Uh, the book is super compelling, and you should read it. It's a page turner. <laughs> yeah. There's also one called What the Heck is EOS that's uh, way, way easier better. to read. Way better. It's like the Cliff Notes version <laughs> of uh, Traction, and I am all about the Cliff Notes. So like I'm in high school again. Yeah. Um, but Traction is um, it's basically principles that help you run an entrepreneurial-based business. Uh, EOS stands for the Entrepreneurial Operating System, and it has a lot of different components that go into it people component, data component. Um, and we're going to talk about those as we kind of go through this little um, part of our podcast series. Uh, but really, today we just wanted to talk about the reasons why we went with EOS uh, and why what we were doing before wasn't going to get us to where we are today. Yeah. Does that, make, that probably sounds about right, right? Yeah. So um, maybe Brandon can tell you a little bit about what meetings looked like before we went to EOS, <laughs> and I'll expound on it. <laughs> most, of, I think Joey's asked me to do that because um, I think I'm probably the most vocal about our meetings <laughs> before. Probably most of you have actually heard that, uh, heard me describe them before. But back in the day when I, I first started 10 years ago, it was uh, we had four separate companies and we had four separate you know, management teams, sales, accounts, or, or uh, finance, just everything, all separate, doing their own thing. They were Department of Redundancy <clears throat> Departments. Oh, my gosh. And then what would happen is once a month, all of these teams would get together and we would go. I remember up at CHR, um, we had that big room that we yeah. would just set up the tables in a big square, and we did actually over here at Ag. MLAG, yep. I remember that too, and we just put them in a big square, and there would be like forty people sitting in this room, and it would last. I swear, it was like four or five hours. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I remember, and it was. We would always talk about the same stupid things time and time again. Now, to the credit of um, our pr our prior CEO Brent Anderson, um, he was the one that was kind of driving that. Mm -hmm. And I think from his perspective, and it's interesting now being in that seat and seeing what, you know, trying to say, oh, man, now I can kind of see why he did what he did. What he was probably trying to do was just get some mechanism in place to be able to say, okay, how do we coordinate what we're doing here? Yeah, he was trying yeah. to collaborate. Exactly. Yeah. And there was, nobody wanted to have anything to do with it, except he did. He saw that, hey, there's something better here. We can take, there's a lot more potential here, but we just all got to work together on this. And so that was his, in my opinion, that was his attempt yeah, totally. to try and, okay, how do we all get rowing in the same direction? Now, one common thread that we had, there's actually two common threads, I would say. We had common ownership, 
So that was one reason why we would want to do it. Yep. And the second one is we all use the same ERP. Yeah. So the same software, uh, which is Epicor Eclipse. And we're on that today. Mm-hmm. But we all did it. But how we had it set up, it was basically under one company and we were running as divisions underneath that company, which was really chaotic and kind of. It was a mess. Yeah, it was a mess. It was a mess. And one of the things is, you know, for example, I remember on the finance side, if I wanted to change a control file, <laughs> it would affect everybody. Yeah. Well, it might be good for my business, but it wouldn't be good for everybody else. So those were the topics that we're trying to talk about sales efforts. There was, you know, just coordination and that. But every, every month it was the same thing. So I got to the point that, Honestly, I didn't find any um, usefulness in them. Yeah, and so very went, little value. Yeah, very little value. Thank yeah. you. And I was, I went to Brett Anderson. I said, "Don't ever make me come to these again." I was like, "I'd rather stay in my office and actually work." Yeah. Until you get this fixed. And Brent, it was kind of interesting. You know, he was always trying different things, different management processes, and then he came across EOS. So that's kind of how what led up to it and what we were doing within our company. And why we were looking at that. Now, by the time EOS came around, we were doing a little bit better with, we had started consolidating. Yeah. And so that also helped too with it. But that's kind of the background of what it kind of looked like before we really started EOS. Yeah, it was it was borderline chaotic. It was organized chaos. But yeah. um, EOS really helps you define some processes. Yeah. And, and it helps you line those out so that, like Brandon said, you're you're rowing in the same direction. The first thing that they have you do is build out what they call a VTO, a vision traction organizer. And that's that's based around two roles that are at the top of EOS, the visionary and the integrator. Yep. The visionary is what Brandon, the role Brandon plays within EOS. Um, he goes out and finds all the, the big things. And I think we've talked about this before. And I, as the integrator, take those, carry them out and bring them to completion yeah um the vto lines that out get it done (laughs) just get her done get her done the the vto lines that out so that everybody can see it and then they can rally around it so that you all are going to the same thing um and then in the first few meetings as you build this out for your company you're you're asked to build out your core values yep um and that is basically taking your best people and then finding those attributes that you really value within them and then you list those out. Yep. And we started out with probably 40, mm-hmm. and we finally narrowed it down to six. Kill it. Uh, yeah, you keep, kill, or combine. That was, a, that was an interesting <laughs> process. And then you define your core focus, your passion, your niche, and then you start going into your measurables, your core target, your core picture, or your three-year picture, and then your one-year plan. And so all these things, like Brandon was saying, Brent was doing these things, it was just never organized in in one page or one process like EOS helps you do it. Yeah, he was insightful to see here's things that we should be doing. Yeah, but there wasn't a backbone to it. There wasn't a process. There wasn't, and, and to try and um, explain that to yeah. everybody, um, it was really difficult. It and, really took what was in his head and spelled it out for the rest yeah. of us. Now I'll, intuitively, I'll be the first one to tell you that when we when this was introduced to me, I kind of rolled my eyes. Yeah, and like, said, oh, it's one more thing. Here we go again. Yeah. I'll give it six more months, and then it's just going to wash out. Right, and it didn't. But I think the difference there is that it actually worked. Yeah, and yeah. you could you could see the fruits of it, 
And so then you're like, okay, well, yeah, I'll buy in on that. Just like what you said, I found value in it. Yeah. And so then it, it, the level 10 was probably the thing that convinced me the most. Mm-hmm. Once we started doing our level 10 meetings, I was like, holy cow, like we could actually like get some stuff done here yeah. and we're holding people accountable. Yeah. That was the other thing. You know, in those prior meetings, I was like, okay, Joey, you're going to go. Joey didn't do this. This wasn't Joey. But as an example, Joey, you're going to go do this. Then we come back the next month and I'd be like, Joey, did you get that done? You know, I didn't know that I was supposed to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah we talked about that. Yeah. And, you know, and so level 10 was one of the best things because we actually wrote it down. Yeah. And the next week it was like, Joey, did you do it? Yes or no? Right. Well, I didn't know. Yes or no. That's, so for me, that was really cool because we started getting things done well and there's there's built-in accountability and ownership yep and it's you who are making that commitment to the group so it's not the group saying hey joey you're going to go do this it's joey this is what needs to get done how much of that do you think can get done this week and then you make the commitment yourself yep and that that's a process of learning as well because at first you overcommit and so then you overcorrect and you undercommit and so there's that that give and take over as you're building that whole process out how long did it take us to like actually get some good rocks oh probably full year yeah at least yeah and just to be able even to project out i mean this was such this was a living document to this day it's still a living document right we just had our quarterly this with our executive uh leadership team this week and we're looking at that document and we're still going over it and saying okay does this still apply yeah does this still apply do we need to tweak this now when we talk about core values I always joke, like, but we do ask the question: Are we are, still? Are, are, yeah, these do are these still values? apply? Yeah. And uh, I always joke that we have them etched in a coin, so we're not going to change them. <laughs> so, but, Three uh, coins at this point. <laughs> but we do look at it, and uh, it's a living document to this day. But during, during the very beginning, there's a lot of changes that were being made. Yeah. You don't see as many today. Yeah. Um, number wise, you might see some stuff, but the other stuff, that other core stuff that you talked about, you know, our niches and our mission, or our, our vision and things of that are core values. We're not changing those right, right. now, but it, we can yeah. if we if we ever feel like we start to deviate from yeah, that. There are no change. sacred cows. That's what's beautiful about the whole system. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna over the next few podcasts, we're gonna be talking about different aspects of EOS yeah. and kind of give life to them so that you guys can kind of understand the method behind the madness because it it is a lot to consume yeah when you first start diving into eos it's a bit like you know drinking out of a fire hose yeah we understand that so we're going to try and make it a little bit more consumable for you yeah for sure and then i would also just put a plug as we end here if you are listening to this in within the company one of our our employee owners and you don't have a copy of this book and you would like a copy reach out to us yeah um we have copies uh, we would love to get one in your hands or what the heck is EOS. Mm-hmm. That's probably a better one to do. But if you're interested in that, feel free to reach out to us or reach out to your manager or whatever. But we're we're willing to get a copy for you to read. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of supplemental books that come off of this as well, like Death by Meeting. Yep. You know, that's really the, the, that is a, it's a fable that they go into, but it's really talking about that type of meeting that Brandon was talking about that sucks yeah. There's nothing compelling about it. It's just going through the same grind every week and it's talking about switching that paradigm. Yep. And then having something that actually does make sense that pushes you to be better. So, there's a bunch of different um uh curriculum that goes along with EOS. So, if you guys do have questions like Brandon says, reach out to us. If you want copies of them, that is what we're here for is to get you guys resources. So, let Absolutely. us know. Absolutely. Okay. So, 
we appreciate you guys jumping in with this and sharing a little bit of windshield time. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Yep. Thanks, Brandon. Hey, thank you.